ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. A federal appeals court has rejected former President Trump's claim that he had absolute immunity from charges he tried to overturn the 2020 election. It's a significant defeat for Mr Trump, but the case could now be headed to the Supreme Court. Michelle Goodwin is a professor of law at Georgetown University Law School and joins us this morning to explain. Michelle, a real pleasure to have you on the show. It was a unanimous decision against Donald Trump. What's your assessment of this ruling? What does it mean? Well, quite specifically, this means that the president's defense that he somehow is immune from this criminal prosecution does not carry weight. This was a unanimous decision from a three-judge panel who issued this ruling today in the United States. And those judges said that the former president is not above the law. And in fact, he is now citizen Trump and not President Trump in this prosecution. What arguments did Donald Trump present in the case? Well, Donald Trump presented the argument that as a president, um, he would be absolutely immune from any kind of prosecution and that presidents deserved absolute immunity. Past presidents, current presidents and future presidents. One could argue that perhaps it was an anticipation that judges might rule that at some point, former presidents become citizens, mere citizens no longer protected while in office. But even while in office, what's made clear by this decision is that presidents are not above the law. Presidents that engage in criminal conduct or activity can become vulnerable to prosecution um, because there is no such thing as a presidential immunity that shields one from committing crimes. The court came to a decision almost a month after hearing arguments on the case, which is interesting. It seems speedy, um, well, from, from this distance. What do you make of the speed in this process? Well, this speed... I think perhaps might reflect uh, a couple of matters. One is that um, we're months away from an election of a U.S. president. This is no longer something that is a year or more away, but it is coming up closely. And if you think about it in relation to January 6th itself, that was January 6th, 2021. So although this may seem as if it was speedy, in some ways, in relation to the incidents at hand for which the president um, is being charged, then it's been some years away from that. Uh, the other thing is that the expedience that we see is perhaps um, a well-functioning, uh, well-functioning court. Note that this is a three-judge panel. This is not the full circuit court, of which then there would be more judges weighing in. And that could cause then a longer period of time of deliberation, of writing what would be the opinions and possible concurrences and possible dissents. And so if we were to have seen this in bank, it might have taken longer before these uh, judges issuing their ruling. It seems likely now that this case will go to the Supreme Court. How quickly will that happen? And how about the deliberations there? 
Well, that too might be uh, expedient because the Supreme Court is already taking up another challenge involving the president. And this is whether he can be on the ballot, that is the former president, Donald Trump, whether he can be on the ballot in the state of Colorado. Colorado is now one of two states to remove the former president from the ballot on the theory that he engaged in an insurrection on January 6th. The question in that case Um, At the district court level, there was no question as to whether the former president had engaged in an insurrection. That district court and district courts are ones that hear facts came to the conclusion that uh, Donald Trump had engaged in insurrectionist behaviors, activities and meeting then the definitions of what would be considered an insurrection. The question was under the United States 14th Amendment, Section 3, whether this technicality, it seems, or was described as such, um, that it affected officers, whether the former president is considered an officer within the meaning of the Constitution. That question was then heard by the Colorado Supreme Court. And their conclusion was that a person who serves as a president is an officer within the meaning of the United States Constitution. Well, now that matter is been taken up by the United States Supreme Court because it relates to whether Donald Trump can even be on the ballot in the state of Colorado. It seems to me that this is a case that also has that same kind of timeliness, given that the election is taking place within a matter of months. And the fact that um, Donald Trump's team says that he is the presumptive Republican candidate. And if he is the presumptive Republican candidate, then it is important for these matters to be resolved as uh, expeditiously as possible. Uh, uh, You would think timing is everything here. Michelle, thank you for your insights. Thank you very much for inviting me on your show. Michelle Goodwin, Professor of Law at Georgetown University Law School. You're listening to ABC RN Breakfast. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.